Maybe it's time we reconsidered our options. No. I will not sell Mr. Finger's house of curios. Welcome to the Crypt Keeper's Coffin, a Tales from the Crypt retrospective brought to you by Bat and Spider. Episode 86. Was that right? (laughs) (laughs) Top men. 86 Last Respects. Top men. We're going to start men. a Tales from the Crypt podcast, and we want your top men on it. Hey, guy. Hey, what is up, Chuck and Dale? This is HBO, and we're just <laughs> thinking about, you know, the Tales from the Crypt series that we did 20, 25 years ago, and we just, we just wanted a couple of top guys on this. <laughs> just real professional top guys who can self-produce, uh, good, good on mics, you know, they have their own equipment. Yeah. Um, they can edit everything. We just yeah. want the top men. Top personalities. Personal yeah. Yeah, it could be a little funny. Yeah. We'd and we'd much prefer them just to kind of dwell and talk about the episodes at hand and not just fill space just for the sake of filling space. Yeah, we don't want them you know? talking about their personal lives or uh, you know, the silly things they do about their day or embarrassing things they did as children. This is this is about IP management. This is an IP that we need to to man- maintain. We need to bring it back, right? And uh, that's that's why we're calling on you guys. What what we have prepared here is a deck, a slide deck with rubrics. Yeah, <laughs> pictures of uh, the crypt keeper and um, white men. Uh, <laughs> we find that a lot of podcasts. Uh, Listeners prefer white men uh, to host their podcasts, so that's 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 the general vibe we're going for with this one. Right. Um, Me, I'm I'm back here. <laughs> pen, clicking that my pen. Chair. You're the guy Spit making me nervous around. in this meeting. That's right, because I got my own ideas to counter counteract to 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 push up against what HPOs. Yeah suits are saying yeah you're like the uh you're the vultures like the wolves are in there eating and you're you're the vulture in the tree clicking his pen just waiting yeah right waiting for that big slice i got i got something a little different i'm gonna say here it comes right i prepared my own slide deck on how we could screw this up and not make money from it Mm -hmm. all right (laughs) a counter a counter deck a counter deck of of uh just keeping us at base. <laughs> how do I how do I deep six this? Dale, welcome back to the show. It's good to be back. It's good, it's good to have you back. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, 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 we're here mm-hmm. with Freddie Francis, director extraordinaire of the 1972 Tales from the Crypt movie, I believe. And they they called Freddie back. They said, Freddie, one more time. And guess what? Mm-hmm. The story you're going to do is the one you've done already. <laughs> so, I yeah. mean, granted, it's it's a quite a bit different but no yeah yeah it's the same one it's right. the same adaptation yeah we're gonna just have you do the same one is that cool with you now yeah fred yeah. freddie please we need you i mean you're the only one who could do this justice it's been 24 <laughs> years just think about that freddie francis is uh, does the 1972 film yeah and in 95 96 they contact him and they're like <laughs> What about this? I mean, wow, time is a thing. And I think you said time last is a thing. last episode, this was his very last thing he directed. It's like, man. Yeah, that's true. That's right. What a kick in the balls. No, I, I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's very good, actually, like this episode. But. Yeah. Uh, his, um, know, Swan Song, Tales from the Crypt. What are you going to do? Maybe he had a blast. <laughs> yeah, maybe he did. Maybe there's, you know, his... Maybe Freddie Francis is like the grandma in this episode where he's, she's just eating <sighs> blended blended food. Man, just... Your stomach's turning. No, I don't know who's responsible for that grandma, but I loved it. I loved it. It was a nice addition. It was great. I loved the sound effects that she made. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, we weren't quite sure if she was farting or burping. But it was a lot. It was happening it was a lot. <laughs> In between words, they'd sneak a little bodily <laughs> noise in. Incredible. Uh, but Dale, uh, what what can you just give us a real, a real oh quick, boy. real quick, try it, uh, uh, three sentences or less. What is Last Respects about? Three, se- uh, three sentences or less. That's what, <laughs> Jesus. I've prepared a slide deck on how that's impossible. <laughs> Uh, three sisters hate each other and have inherited their father's antique and curio exotic shop. They hate each other and mm-hmm. they inherit it. They inherit a monkey's paw. And the paw. It's a ghost. Yeah. And the, this monkey's paw is exactly what you know it to be and what what's great is what they know it to be they see this monkey's paw which looks like it, it looks like a chimpanzee's arm <laughs> legit and they're like hey that's the monkey's paw just like in the story that's that's it that's the one and we're going to get three wishes and that's exactly what happens yeah. they get wishes just like and they know what they know what's what's cool about it is they know it comes at a cost yeah already. oh yeah yeah they're totally aware this is a bad idea but yeah. But I mean, you know, the, I, I have a feeling any almost any human on earth with the knowledge that something bad was going to happen, but you get three magic wishes. Yeah. What are you, you, you going to throw that sucker in the ocean? I don't think so. No, you're not going to do anything with that monkey's paw. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to fucking, you're going to wish for that Super Nintendo. That's what you're going to wish for. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, with at least. Oh boy! At least with with at least one or two more games, yeah. Super Mario World is good. Yeah, I mean, great. But there's more out game. there. But yeah, Bill Lambier's Combat Basketball Act Razor, at least. And those Super Nintendo games, some of those got up to seventy bucks, brand new. It was insane. I remember Gradius Three. We went to to get that as a family. I was like sixty nine ninety nine. I was like, holy <laughs> cripes! Yeah, cripes. 
Imagine charging that much for a shooter nowadays. You'd be oh, uh, man. Yeah, you'd be there'd uh, be there'd be tarred and feathered. There'd be fifty dollars in DLC <laughs> along with it nowadays. It's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, what we got here is a monkey's paw, three sisters who hate each other. We got the, this store. This store. I mean, this store. I want to live there. I want to shop there. I wish it was real. What was it called? It was like Dr. Finger's House yeah. of Curios or something. Yeah. Great name great. for this family, the Finger family. <laughs> right. Oh, That's and dear like old totally dad was in like a glass coffin in the back of the shop, which was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Old man Finger. I couldn't tell if the shop was attached to their house. Was it attached to their house? I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I couldn't tell that, but there's just a couple things in terms of, you know, I only took like one of those half year kind of finance and things in high school. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But this this curio shop, three employees. Yeah. I mean, you probably know, unpaid because they're all sisters. They inherited it, right? So- Right. So with any luck, the building is paid for. Uh, yeah. And I, uh, that's they, what I would They hope. just got to keep the lights on, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But it, you know, it's tough because you're not selling things in a curio shop every day. No. That's, that's, that's what we got. Chuck, this is what we got to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, you open up a shop like that, your heart has to be in it because there could be stretches of time where you're not selling squat. Yeah. I can't imagine living life like that. You, that your passion is to open a curio shop and it's, you're just, you're just waiting for uh, whales to go by, you know, minnows don't care about your stupid shop. No, they're going, uh, no, they're, they're going to McDonald's, Dunkin' Donuts, Walmart. They have no time right. for you. You're, yeah. You're waiting for the guy with in the three piece suit and the monocle, uh, who's like, uh, on his day off from, uh, uh exploiting some <laughs> poor people and he's... <laughs> comes across your curio shop and he's right. looking to i don't know invest in a, a paw a monkey's paw that's another thing i want to talk to you about but yeah but you're right the the shop i mean it's you gotta be somewhere like london right you gotta be in a metropolitan area you can't pull this off especially in america nowadays you i mean you can't you can't pull this off in some right regular old yes. downtown Mm-mm. right you can't you can't be in Millville, New Jersey and, you know, open up a curio shop because nothing's nothing's going to happen. You can you can get, you know, the support of the local uh the uh, the arts district that they mm-hmm. they try to put together and and they'll put you, you know, on a menu at a diner, they'll put your advertisement and they'll put you in their pamphlet. But that's not people aren't going to come to Millville. No. For the curio shop and it's a, you know, because you know why? Cuz there's 10 Dunkin Donuts in Millville, New Jersey. <laughs> Huh? There's two McDonald's, Chuck. <laughs> okay. Uh, I love these sisters bickering. They were great. Who was my they, favorite? They, I think it was like so natural. Yeah. It yeah. was beautiful the way they interacted with each other. And I loved, I mean, this is the, our second episode and I think Yoli confirmed that they did move production to London so it wasn't just like a bit from yeah. the Crypt Keeper, but yeah, I just love this. It's it's just like refreshing in a way that um I don't know, it feels different. It's got a different totally. energy so far yeah. this season. Yeah, I can't tell if they have I mean this episode is written by Scott Nimmerfro, Nimmerfro, which I feel like he's written 
we've seen his name a million times. So, mm-hmm. but I I hope we get some uh, different writerly blood in here. Oh, it's called Mister Fingers House of Curio. I think is the name of it, Mister Fingers. <laughs> Mister Fingers. I mean, that's that sounds like uh, a Beatles song. Yeah, yeah, it's a Beatles song. Now, Dale, do monkeys have paws? We we didn't talk about this last time that we were talking about monkey yeah. paws, right? That's true. If we do, I apologize, but because they don't have paws, right? I, you know, this this sounds like it's something from. <laughs> You know, some sort of racist uh, oh pamphlet God. about uh, jungle treks. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> back when they would call call you know, like the monkeys had paws because they were animals. Yeah, just exactly. simply because they were animals. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like before, before we had like every kid learning biology in school. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A right. monkey. You know, of course it has a paw because we don't. We've never seen a monkey here. You know, that's. Something from a far off land that's basically a right. unicorn to us, you know. E- e- right, yeah, yeah. So sure, it's yeah. got a paw. I don't know. So yeah. That's why the monkey's so pissed. I guess I answered my own question. Yeah, pissed off monkey. And how about how long, this, this poor monkey, they took like his whole arm. It's a long <laughs> appendage, right? You know what? You're right. I, yeah. it's it wasn't not a just mon- the hand. The monkey's arm. <laughs> it was like up to the elbow at least. Yeah, it was long. It was creepy. Yeah, because it was so long. And that nice little brass cap on the end. That like, <laughs> yeah, I guess it gave the instructions on how your life is going to get ruined. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My God, Chuck, I didn't even thought about that. My God, it's not like it's in its uh, it's not like it's in a pillowed box with just the hand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to f- you you need like a weapon, like a, a rifle case to put this <laughs> arm in. It was in good shape. Like, I mean, I don't know how long it's been around, but it was in good shape. I, I have a feeling like something like that that's being, you know, murder. I mean, how many, the death toll on that monkey's paws must be insane. Oh, yeah. I I, yeah. I feel like it would be like in much worse shape, like probably gotten, you know, drowned with somebody a couple times and mm-hmm. some hair missing and probably filthy from something. People just trying to cast it away, you know, and then it yeah. just gets in rough shape because of it. But that middle, the middle sister loved, she was stroking that paw like it was a pet. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I think my favorite part, the, the, the best part of this episode was the, the dinner scene where they're arguing over whether the monkey paw is real, what they're going to do with it. And they're, we see the rest of the three girls family and it's the grandma and, and Basil who, how was Basil related to them? I, was Basil like an like like a husband married into the family? One of the sisters, the one of the sisters, made a comment about marrying Basil, but okay. I couldn't tell if she had to marry Basil or if it was she was talking about one of the other sisters having I, to marry Basil. That that was my, the Basil. inkling I got that the the oldest one, the evil one, was married to Basil because she was the mm. one always like sniping at him whenever he would say something stupid. Yeah, <laughs> but. uh <laughs> But That's I like why that. he's hiding behind the newspaper the entire time because he's just like he's just trying to survive dinner without being sniped at, you know. <laughs> he really did say a lot of stupid things, though. Yeah, he was he was bad. And uh, oh, bad. grandma! I mean, we we're introduced to grandma. Just I mean, on her lo- last legs, and Dolores comes in. I think it was Dolores. No, Yvonne was her name. Puts her dinner into a blender at the table, blunts it up, and then pours oh it my gosh. in front of her. And Grandma just goes to town. 
Well, with a two giant spoons. Spoon, two spoons. <laughs> two Incredible. spoons, and she's just like just for the camera. She yeah. played it up so good. I mean, she was just. I it was filth. It was filth. It was disturbing to see her attack this pureed <laughs> roux. Is was it, is it a roux when you take vegetables and blend it up? I don't even. No, know, it's not. It's, yeah, I know what a roux is. It's not that, but. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. Mr. I didn't mean to call you out. Mr. Mise en Plat. <laughs> I make a roux every Thanksgiving, so I know what a roux is. Oh. It's okay. like it's right, how yeah. you it's basically how you start gravy. It's a it's a roux. It's just like butter oh. and uh, flour in a pan. Oh and whisk it. All right. But yeah, shouts out to Dulcy Gray who played uh, I think that was who uh played the old lady at the table. She was lovely. Yeah. And the burping. And yeah. Great. Three sisters were just, I mean, they, they, their interaction with each other, the youngest one was just perpetually, you know, positive and yeah. you know, loved, loved and, the hardship that got put into this, you know, to trying to survive with this curio shop. Yeah. She was the only one who you kind of like, were like, oh, I hope she makes it because she seems like the only one with pure intentions <laughs> mm-hmm. and the only one who actually cared about the curio shop. But uh, yeah, things go bad quick. The middle... I think the middle daughter has the the paw. She wishes for a million dollars. They get a phone call saying their lawyer found three priceless pens that I think their dad had somewhere. I don't know. And they're worth uh, $250,000 each or something like that. But they're like confused because that doesn't add up to a million dollars. They go there to get the yeah. pens and there was some mix up. The pens aren't really there. They're What were those things? Those rubbery snake things? We might yeah, need a creepy. British yeah, trans- was, uh, translator for this because I don't know what what was going on. <laughs> they literally called yeah. them snakes of some like toys. I don't know if they're toy snakes or what, but they were floppy, but not floppy. They were like bent like a straw. Yeah, like really stiff rubber or something. Stiff rubber <laughs> snakes. Yeah. But anyway, just like the last version of this, there's a car accident. The youngest sister ends up dying, and then it's just the. Two older ones bickering, blah, 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 and, you know, stuff happens <laughs> that I can't remember, but <laughs> but it ends with uh, the youngest one coming back to life and uh, yeah, killing the evil one, and the middle middle daughter gets out, gets away with everything. So, good for her. So, good for her. She, you know, she's going to, less interference with, you know, trying to live her life and then run the curio shop. She's going now. She's going to be feeding grandma from here. Yeah, on she's got to deal with her her living dead sister and her presumed now dead sister in that giant safe or that back room. <laughs> Unless she's just oh, not going to yeah, ever open right? that door yeah. again. Oh, and where'd the monkey paws? Did we see what happened in the monkey's paw? Did it go in no. the safe with them? Oh yeah, know. maybe they did. They did. They they did start the episode. There was a cold open with like an older couple who had the monkey's paw, and they're like running from something like dogs and then they get eaten by dogs because they make their last wish and yeah it was a mess real mess was the so they they leaned heavily on the fact that as long as you don't make the last wish you're good i guess yeah you just you're in you're you're in perpetuity so was were were all three wishes made by the sisters or did the monkey's paw get locked away a um, million dollars. What was it? The first one was a million dollars. The second one was, I wish my sister was back right how she was right before the accident. But what she didn't know, oh yeah, the coroner calls up 
they thought she burnt up or whatever, but she drowned in a lake. And what she didn't know is that her other sister had shot her in the neck. So she was already dead. So she comes back. Or no, so she, she's she's still dead. She's just in the state before <laughs> she burnt right. up or whatever. Um, right. Which. And then her witch. last wish was, I wish for my sister to have the wish. But of course, the monkey's paw didn't give it to the right. living one. It gave it to the, the dead sister. Yeah. Yeah. Who went after. And then that sister wished itself back to life and came back as a ghoul. With what looked like a face full of whipped cream when she came through the door. Yeah, it was very, very um, yeah. interesting. I think it was supposed to be like in water uh, decomposition. But yeah. Looked like whipped cream to me. Mm. So. The monkey's paw. The monkey's hand. Done, done it again. I'm calling it. I'm sick of this. The monkey's. Yeah. Change, <laughs> Change it. Change it. While we still can. <laughs> I decree. All right, Dale. Next week. What do we got cooking? Next week, a slight case of murder. A game of cat and mouse ensues between a female mystery novelist and her jealous former husband when he accuses her of having a love affair with her nosy neighbor's son. Mm. Ooh. Crikey. Directed by Brian Helgeland. Do we know Brian Helgeland? He's, uh, he's written A Knight's Tale, Man on Fire. L.A. Confidential. Wow. This guy's been writing. Good Lord. He played in 976 Evil 2. Oh, he wrote 976 Evil. Jeez. This guy. Wow. Wrote two episodes of Friday the 13th, the series. He <gasps> wrote uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, the Dream Master. This guy. This guy. Good for him. I love him already. He must be good in a pitch room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. His slide decks, I bet. Unparalleled. <laughs> Unparalleled. Uh, we got Francesca Annis, Christopher Casanova, and Elizabeth Spriggs. Uh, Francesca, she's she was in the first, the original Dune movie. She looks familiar. I'm sure I've seen her in. Yeah, she looks really familiar. I've watched a lot of British TV in my day, so I'm sure I came across her somewhere. But, uh, um, but yeah. Oh, yeah, that, go ahead. Is that it? That... You, did you have something? No, no, no. I I, I, uh, I needed to stop myself from just singing because you got me singing. Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah, let's, Dale, let's wrap it up. Yeah, we got we to gotta wrap it up. We got to wrap it up. We got other stuff to do. Once again, uh, we're, we're closing the crypt for one, for seven days. We'll see you back here. Same time, same channel, same two idiots. <laughs> God, <laughs> save us from ourselves. Save us. More meat. More meat.
the crypt. More meat. More meat. <laughs> <laughs>